Good evening, and welcome to Panthers Cast, the Panthers podcast. We are four friends in four corners of the country that get together every week, stand and share for the Panthers. In Charleston, South Carolina, is Sean. It's good to see you guys. It's been a while. It's been quite an off season in every aspect. I'm glad to see you guys. I really am. In uh, New, or- New Orleans, Louisiana, is John. I don't really have any interesting thing to say about uh, New Orleans. They're out Man. of the playoffs right now in the NBA, aren't they? Uh, I think they're in the 10th spot. I think, you know, Zion's playing real well. Um, so, man, I'm excited to be back. It's been like four months. I'm so excited. It's Earth Day coming up in a couple of days. I'm just so jazzed, and it's good to see you guys. Happy. Talk Panthers. Let's talk draft. Let's talk all this stuff. I'm so ready. You know, John, I, I met somebody from New Orleans this weekend, and I asked him if they knew you, and uh, they did they not. Was, so. it, was he a black guy with dreadlocks? Uh, no, it was a... It was a it was a regular old white guy with a, a white lady. Um, they didn't know you. <laughs> nah, I don't know any of those. In Greensboro, North Carolina, is Robo Cyclops. Happy four twenty, everyone. Oh, that's right. Up. Taco so we're Tuesday. Drinking. We're not drinking tonight, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Taco Tuesday and four twenty on the same day for all of you that like tacos and uh numbers that are divisible by one another and in uh charlotte north carolina i'm trip i uh you've been smoking a lot lately trip was not in um section 204 lately that that uh squeaking is my dog chewing on his toy i'm sorry about that but i have not been in section 204 lately however i did get my first vaccine in bank of america stadium I think it's about 10 days ago, so um, I guess that's something to report on. I but, got number two uh, today, but not in uh, not in Bank of America Stadium. Oh, Sean, you got number two today? Yeah, uh, yesterday. Oh. Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Oh, I was going to say, you're going to be feeling real uh, real rough tomorrow, but... It's, uh, yeah, it's not too bad. Okay, okay. But uh, well, anyway, yeah, we're, we're glad to get the band back together. It's been... Uh, basically the better part of three months now that we've uh, gone without talking to each other. The last time we talked, we were um, disappointed about the end of the Panthers season that uh, ended in a lot of losses, some of them very disappointing. And, if, the, um, if the Panthers were a better team, then we, it wouldn't have been such a long break since we last had a podcast. Right. It would have been every but, week. But yeah, since then, we um, have seen the conclusion of the NFL season, which saw... Sean's favorite team, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, win the Super Bowl. We've seen the Panthers hire a new general manager, Scott Fitterer, and a host of other free agency acquisitions, which are hopefully going to break down over the next couple of minutes. But um, based on everything that's happened since uh, the first week of January, since we last talked, what what do you think's been the most significant uh, addition or change to the franchise so far? Definitely signing Amendola. Yes. Not Danny, but that other one. Steve? (laughs) Johnny? Question mark? (laughs) Unsure. Double M, though, and and he's going to make a difference. (laughs) I think, obviously, let's just not beat around the bush. Obviously, the biggest news is Sam Darnold, the Sam Darnold trade. And so let's talk about it. Um, I, I, you know, there's two minds. There's number one, which is Teddy uh, Terry Two Hands didn't get it done at the end of last year. He was like okay for the first half of the season, but 
obviously didn't get didn't get it done so he was not going to be the future and he went so, he went zero and eight in games in which he had the opportunity to tie or take the lead at the end of the game right right that ain't so, gonna that ain't gonna cut it bro not gonna do it not for tapper so obviously we had to do something um and so we look at it as as a positive we're we're getting a new guy who technically already beat out bridgewater for uh, a starting job uh, you know almost three years ago so that's good and that's really good. And a lot of people talk about, oh, he's young. He's only 23. And it's like he's been in the, in the league for three years. You know what you're going to get. And you get a lot of good stuff, a lot of wild plays. And then hopefully with a better coaching staff, we can unlock that magic that made him the number the number three pick. So I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm excited to see him with Joe Brady and Robbie Anderson and DJ and CMC. I'm excited for it. And, I mean, it's it's what they say, the optimism. It's the optimism that will kill you. But I'm excited to I'm I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see what Sam Darnold can do, and hopefully, you know, either I I don't think it was too expensive to get him. I don't think it was too expensive, and we got the fifth year option, and hopefully, we'll either he'll show out, he'll, he'll prove it, or we're back where we are when we get to draft another quarterback. So I don't, I don't think we're shackling ourselves too much by going with him. No, I think it's I think I think it was a, a good price tag, honestly. Um I had seen that they were floating around some options with some other teams for first round picks next year. Just one pick, but next year. I mean, I guess you could look at it and say, like, well, theoretically maybe you maybe you trade the next year's first round pick for him, hoping that if you get him this year, you guys play good, you have a late first round pick, it's not that big a deal. But honestly, I mean we got him for three picks and right now and none, and none of, them, of them were this year. Yeah, and and, and none of them were that spectacular and kind of the same idea. You know, if you do good, those picks are kind of late in the round. They're not that big a deal anyway. Um, You know, I told I told y'all in a group chat, I'm on the Sam Darnold hype train. I'm I'm in on this. I've been anti. I've been down on all Panthers acquisitions for quite some time now, and I decided I'm going to be in on this one. Like, why not? Teddy was a was a bummer and just like a total you know flop and. Uh, you know, so why not? Why not get on this one? Why Why not try? You know, I mean, did, he's. Did you watch the the video today they released where he tried a bunch of the different Southern foods? No, I told you I wasn't going to watch that crap. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so stupid that they do this kind of thing. But I mean, has the guy really not had a glass of sweet tea in his entire twenty three years of life? <laughs> like, I, I anyway. I, the guy has the guy had good talent in college. I wasn't I wasn't huge on him in college. Just I mean I don't watch a ton of college football, but you know he he seemed like one of those guys that kind of rose up the ranks um, out of nowhere. But uh, he did have good plays, good talent, and honestly, the reason he sucked is because he's been playing for the Jets and yep. he hasn't done a whole lot. But you know who he did do a lot with? Robbie Anderson. And he had one year with Robbie and did – no, not one year, two years with Robbie. But his best season was with Robbie. And uh, Robbie's with us now, and they had a connection now. Granted, it could be just because he was the only guy he had to throw to, really. But maybe, you know, you never know. Um, if if you get him in a good system, you protect him a little bit, and you got some actual good weapons for him now, and back with Robbie, got, like you said, DJ and CMC, you know – if the guy's got talent, that's what really matters. And if you can coach him up, like you said, he's 23. It's not that big a deal. Um, and in my opinion, you didn't give up that many picks to up, you know, it's no, it's no less than a, a slight lateral, slight upgrade from, from Teddy. And hopefully theoretically we'll be able to get something for Teddy at this point. 
doesn't really seem like there's a whole lot of you know sharks jumping to grab him or anything like that. Um, so so I don't I don't know if that's you know if we're gonna get anything back for him. Um, but they're probably we'll trying to make the Panthers give them some money so that they don't have to. Yeah, bear the uh, whole brunt of that twenty million. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel I feel bad for Teddy. I mean, I feel like the Panthers right now are doing to Teddy the exact same thing we did to Cam when we picked up Teddy last year. Like, like, I mean, and and obviously Cam was a much more established player in the franchise and in the community and everything like that. But it's like we were basically getting rid of Cam, courting other quarterbacks, and not really cutting Cam. And now the same thing. It's like we've been trying to trade for Deshaun Watson, trying to trade for you know this player, that player, trying to move up in the draft, all this stuff. And then it's like now we signed a player, and they're clearly moving forward with him as the starting quarterback. And then Teddy is just kind of sitting there like, hey, yo, what about me? Like, <laughs> so, so, so just a two I feel points a little bad that. about that. I- I, I don't feel bad about very many people that are making $20 million a year under uh, really any circumstances. Um, but um, in terms of something else you mentioned, I feel like the Sam Darnold thing kind of came to fruition um, because of the Deshaun, Deshaun Watson situation. I, I do not want to put Deshaun Watson on trial here tonight. Um, I you know, don't know anything that you don't see in the news, so I don't, I'm not really ready to pass judgment. But at the very least, it became obvious that the Panthers should not um, spend three-plus first-round draft picks on someone that uh, had that much of a legal issue hanging over their head. So, um, Well, it didn't make sense to a... spend those draft picks before all the legal issues came up either, in my opinion. But you know, we, we can save that, that debate because that debate's not happening anymore. But Yeah, that, that's debatable, but it's not debatable now. He's, he's, not, um, he's not an under-25-year-old quarterback that has a shiny pristine record and a great amount of potential he has a whole lot of questions about him right now um you know because of that so i'm like i said i don't want to put him on trial here tonight but the panthers were believed to be a heavy player in the deshaun watson sweepstakes and that uh, sweepstakes kind of got turned on its head maybe a month or so ago so i i believe that the sam darnold thing kind of came about because of that kind of going in a different direction Definitely. And um, I also think that the Panthers are not in love with any of the quarterbacks that they had a realistic shot at getting. And if we look at the draft right now, you have the Jacksonville Jaguars who are locked in on Trevor Lawrence, and I don't think that pick's going to move. They're going to get him. The Jets, who have the number two pick, who I think want Zach Wilson, and they're going to get him. And then um, the, the kind of the wild card that happened in the last couple of weeks is the 49ers moved into that third spot and who knows what they're going to do but it basically telegraphed to the Panthers you're basically looking at your fourth choice at quarterback and I don't think they liked anyone at that point so well I I don't I agree with you there because you think about it too it's like they probably were weighing the option of like all right well we might be able to get Trey Lance probably like you know Lance or Fields maybe you know something like that and it's like okay well what's the cost benefit ratio for him versus getting Darnold who actually has played in the league and getting him you know potentially some protection or a weapon or something like that it's like you know if they don't really love those guys but they think that Darnold is at least comparable and you could get him something to upgrade him I think that's where they're at yeah Robo you've been uh you've been kind of quiet what do you what do you think about either Darnold or anybody else we picked up well I am more excited about Darnold the more I hear about him um 
I know, you know, I've, I've, I've looked a little bit into him, and he didn't really do a whole lot of things for the Jets, but then again, the Jets did not do a whole lot of things for him. No, and, they did not. Um, they got him mono. Well, <laughs> so I was going to say, you know, you know, I remember the last time we were talking about Teddy, and I said, well, you know, he's a young, healthy quarterback, and then Tripp immediately jumped in and was like, well, he blew out his knee, and I couldn't see anything other than mono in, in, in Sam Darnold's history. So um, I, I think that for the price that we got him, it is a very attractive proposition. And since we drafted all defensive players last year, uh, that means that, generally speaking, our defense is in a little better position than our offense. And now that we have the cornerstone of the offense in position, like you guys said, we're, we're going with uh, Darnold. You know, um, two hands is is, is probably going to have to figure out where his stock lands in the league, and he may fall to a backup quarterback. Or, um, um, you know, if, if someone gets hurt uh, in the you know, early on in the league, you know, they may jump on him to get, you know, a seasoned uh, veteran, so to speak, yeah. someone who can, uh, you know, at least give your team a hope. And I, and like I said, you know, more power to him to, you know, make $20 million and, and then have a little bit of flexibility maybe a little bit of say, but I do think that the market for quarterbacks has um, cooled. I will say that with us picking up Sam Darnold, I feel as though the, uh, our potential draft choices are, I think, are going to be a little bit more exciting. I think we don't have to sit here and f- kind of fight over this feeding frenzy for quarterbacks or franchise quarterbacks. And so it gives us an opportunity to maybe find some diamonds in the rough. Um, you know, maybe not maybe not like a Tom Brady and like the seventh round or what any, nothing like that, but it gives us an opportunity to fill out our offensive line get him some weapons and see what happens. And I do like the fact that we are a little bit more aggressive than the Marty Herney, you know, which is like, you know, I felt like watching him on the off season, we were always kind of late to the party. And I feel like we're driving some of the decisions around the league. So how do y'all, how do y'all think, obviously Tepper signed off on this deal, but how do you think Tepper feels about like, what he had to give up to get Darnold versus what he was going to have to give up if he like he he said he was all in on you know supposedly the word was he was all in on Deshaun Watson and we were the idea was that you're going to have to give up multiple first round picks and probably a Brian Burns or a CMC or something like that and it's like you know that was a lot of capital to get Deshaun Watson supposedly he was in on it but like here you go not a lot of capital Darnold you know what? I mean, how do you think he feels about like what he was able to save on on that opportunity? I, I feel like that this Sam Darnold decision was more of a punt than a helmet or reach or anything like that. I feel like we're basically putting ourselves in the same situation, um, or at least a similar situation that we did last year, where we signed Terry Two Hands. I, I I think that there's a lot of mixed reviews on Sam and his his future prospects in the league and whether he can be, you know, a perennial pro bowler and super bowl quarterback and, and whatnot. Um, what, but, what is uh, Sam Darnold costing us per year? It's just the rest of his rookie contract, right? His, his contract is negligible basically in terms of it's the like money. $4 million dollars for this year. Yeah. It, yeah don't we have to expand it to his fifth year option though? Um, but it's still yeah. very, very, it's still very it small. Is, it's nothing. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's a great opportunity if he does if he does good or even just decent. 
you know, he's he's cheap. We didn't have to give out that much. We don't have to pay that much. And it, I mean, it's you're not you're not giving away the farm to get him. So it's, it's even if we have to get another quarterback next year, it's still not that bad as a bridge. Yeah, I I, to, I to feel me, like I feel like that the the move was made because Rule knows that he has time to work with. I feel like if if Rule felt like he had to make the playoffs in year two or year three, then this would not have been what happened. But um, I think you feel like he he has some leeway, and that they really don't like any of the quarterbacks after one or two or three or whatever it is, because you know, like we said, they don't really realistically have a chance at anyone after QB three, based on the way the draft is is stacking up right now. So what do we uh, what do we think about some of our other guys? I know. Sam Darnold's the big, the big name, but we did get uh, Hassan Reddick, Denzel Perriman, uh, Dan Arnold, and a couple of other guys. AJ Bouye, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. At corner, Bouye, Bouye, AJ Bouye, and so we're we're making some moves. And I, I feel like uh, Reddick had an incredible year last year, but that was you know coming off of. That was his fourth year in the league. That was coming off of three. Just they thought he was a bust because he was a first. It, it was an pick. it was an outlier. Yeah, um, but it's like okay. And he had like five sacks in one game against the Giants, so it was yeah, kind of one of those kind of <laughs> things. Um, but I think that'll be good. You know, pairing him with Burns Brown. Uh, that we signed a new DT today, so I think our line's looking pretty solid. Um, of course. Uh, Jeremy Chin's going to be great. And then Perriman, obviously, is going to be an upgrade. Hopefully. I say obviously. I don't know. Hopefully, an upgrade at linebacker. Um, so, I'm actually feeling pretty good about defense. Um, we've heard no news about uh, about Jackson. And he's going into contract year. So, I don't think anything's going to happen with him. But he might be hungry. He might be ready to play. So, I'm feeling pretty optimistic about our defense. What do you guys think of the new pickups? Especially yeah, if Bouye I, pushes him in any way. Yeah. You know, well, we obviously need at least two corners on the field at at uh, any given point in time. Um, more than likely with the way that NFL offenses are going these days, we need probably at least three. And uh, I, I still feel like Dante Jackson is the at least the second best corner on this team right now, which is – a great thing certain games, but not such a good thing some of the other games. And um, I, I do like the pickups that we've we've made for the most part. I like Hassan Reddick. I like Dan Arnold. I like Daquan, uh, what was the name? Daquan Jones that got picked up today. Yeah, Jones. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of them will fill interesting um, positions for us that are of need. One of the, the most interesting things that I, I found with free agency this year is most of these guys are on a one-year contract, and very few of them are on a two. And none of them are for a lot of money. So, you know, if they come in and have a great year, cool. But if they have a bad year, it's not really a long-term decision that's going to hurt us. And the, I mean, the we've kind of been doing if, that for a while, though, is the problem. And, and then, you know, none of them are sticking around for a long time. Yeah, we're not getting handcuffed to a guy for long term in a long term deal. So there's there's no there's no Matt Khalil contract in in any of these. And well, isn't know, that isn't that driven by the TV contracts decreasing? Basically, yes. everyone had to you know if you wanted to play in the NFL, you had to you know 
accept reality, and it well, seems yeah. like yes and no. Decreased. Everything decreased because of COVID, so there was a massive decrease in the salary cap. But the new TV contracts are going to be kicking in in what twenty three, and so that's going to guarantee a huge upswing coming forward. So, so, so do you think was, the players didn't want to? Maybe everybody under, was betting on themselves. Everyone is everybody kinda, was betting on themselves. Everyone is, is all they all wanted to say, hey, let's ride this out for the next year or two and then cash in on mega millions in a in in a year or two. And then everybody wanted to do that. So so how it went is there there was one league that played every single one of their regular season and playoff games in the the COVID year, and that was the NFL. And as much as People are going to want to complain about how they didn't get their ticket sales and their beer sales and their you know concession and you know merchandise sales game day. The NFL made the big heap of their money that they were planning on making with their TV contracts that they were able to fulfill. And there are teams that sign players to big contracts this year. It's I, I won't act like it. They're you know they're setting records or anything like that. But the Panthers were on the very conservative side, so. Those contracts were made with the intent of kind of being wait and see and not necessarily competing immediately. That's just kind of what I'm reading from it. Well, we shall see. But I do, I do like that we're not handcuffed to anybody, and we'll just see what happens. And I like what you said about how it was kind of a punt to go with Darnold because it's, it's kind of like – it's not a win-win because we have a question mark at quarterback, but I don't see it as a major – lose situation because if he sucks then it's like oh cool we're back where we were in 2018 2019 2020 so i like it i like all the moves i like fitter we'll see what he does in the draft which we'll talk about after this trivia break also before we before we get into the trivia can we just take a quick moment of silence alex trebek trivia king before you, oh, before yeah. you insert the trivia question or the Jeopardy music here, we need to just take that moment of silence here for for His Highness. Don't come at me with Aaron Rodgers being better than him. R.I.P. All right, that's enough. Um, so we'll we'll debate later on who we think should take the uh, the permanent mantle of Jeopardy host. But uh, yeah, good good point, Sean. Uh, so the trivia question for tonight is uh, what was Sam Darnold's favorite southern food that he tried during the video today? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fried um, chicken. I did not watch that. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I tried to watch, and I made it like four minutes through. Rocky yeah, Mountain Oysters. Us, and it was almost nine minutes long. Yeah, he, well, I'm he, definitely not watching that. <laughs> he has like the the personality and kind of like demeanor of some – guy that's been coached by a bunch of spin doctor and politician coaches like to to say things that everyone's going to agree with and not like tick anyone off and it's because he's been in the lip the the i almost said liberal media the new york media for the last couple of years and he's just so like stone-faced that you don't really learn anything even though he says a bunch of stuff but anyway um going with the stamp sam darnold angle he played football at the University of Southern California, USC. Who is the last USC quarterback to start a game at quarterback of the Carolina Panthers? Did Matt Leiner start a game for us? Matt Leiner has never been a Carolina Panther. Yeah, yeah, 
know, I thought he might have been. Ah. It wasn't Delhome. Delhome. Not Jake Delhome. He, he went to Ula. Matt Moore. You, you, were, you, were, you were getting warm, though, Robo. Um, let's see. Matt Moore. Not Wanky. Um, did Vinny Testaverde go to USC? Oh, okay. Well, clearly that's not the answer. Rodney Pete. That's what I think the answer is. You said you said Delone was close. And that's who he took over for. Rodney Pete. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Testaverde played for Miami, so that's that okay. one. The others are. But yeah, um, Rodney Pete was the quarterback in what 2002, John Fox's first year, and he was the opening day starter. In 2003, yeah, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, he uh, didn't perform so well in the first half of that game and was replaced by one Jake DeLome, who came in and led a second-half comeback against the Jaguars, which ultimately became an NFC South championship and a berth in the Super Bowl, which they lost to the Tom Brady-led Patriots. So Sean is going to be the owner of the trivia question for next time we get together. I don't know when that'll be. But um, we got together tonight because uh, we are coming into one of the biggest um, events of the NFL offseason, which is the NFL Draft, which is going to happen in, what, nine nine days from now? Yep. And uh, the Panthers have kind of flipped around their um, decision-making process by doing the Sam Darnold thing over the last couple of weeks. And uh, currently own the eighth pick, but have a lot of different flexibility on what they should do. And uh, I know none of us got the job that we applied for when they were interviewing for uh, new GM. But uh, what would you do if you had that job right now? I can go first. Um, I I think I really want to. We we got our shiny new quarterback. We've got a lot of good weapons on on offense. I really want to shore up that line that's that's kind of the the weakest point i i think on the field and so um there are two kind of top tier o-line talents and one of them may be gone by the time we pick at eight um and that's those two talents are sewell and rashawn slater and i would absolutely be okay with either of them and so that's what i want to do uh hopefully they're not both gone i know there are a couple more uh tackles that are projected first rounders, but I think one of them will be there, and I, I that's where I would go. I would go O line, and I've got some backups, but I, I think we'll be able to get either of them. And yeah, honestly, if if they're both gone, trade back. But I, I don't think that. I think if they're both gone, they're going to be gone at number six or seven, and we're we're going at eight. So there's probably not many people looking to jump up at that point. But that's where I would go. Offensive tackle, first round top tier replace Jordan Gross finally can we please do it and uh give him some time go yeah, ahead Sean. I, mean, I, I, I won't claim I'm, I'm not a, a college football guy I won't claim to know a ton uh, you know of, of any of these guys and, and you don't watch UNCW games every Saturday you know undefeated since 1961 um but you know I, I won't like I said I, I don't I I can't honestly offer any opinion that you can't read on the internet but you know, I, I don't think that uh, – I think we're going to see one, two, three quarterbacks off the board right away. I think another one's going to be in the mix. Obviously, we're not – you know, now we can get out of that game. I think uh, – you called him Sewell. I thought it was Sewell. 
But cool. uh, yeah, I don't actually know his name. <laughs> you notice how I didn't say his first name, so I I don't know that guy. I think it's I think it's Panay Sewell, but Panay Sewell, um, sure. You know, I I that would be a great pick, but I think he's uh, I think he's going to be off the board. I think the um, I think the Bengals have the same idea as us. Let's get Joe Burrow some protection. I think he'll be gone right there. But um, that's my limited knowledge on on that type of situation. Uh, another name that's floated around and, and he sat out last year, I believe, but is still extremely high rated is Micah Parsons, and he is a um, that would be a that would be a good a good draft pick as well. I mean, it'd be another defensive pick. Um, wouldn't help Darnold in any way, but has the potential to finally get us back to that, you know, solid linebacking core. Um, you know, obviously we, we, we draft, we signed some free agent, uh, linebackers this year. We've already talked about them. We still have Shaq, but, um, you know, that might be a, a good solid pick there. Um, in my opinion, the best possible pick, if he's available again, I don't think he will be, unfortunately, is Kyle Pitts. From what I have seen of some uh, highlights of his, he's an absolute monster when it comes to catching the ball and blocking. And, you know, we have had some pretty good success with tight ends in our uh, history with the Panthers and Wesley Walls and Greg Olson. And, you know, um, you know, having a really good solid safety blanket for Sam Darnold would be a really good option, I think. If you had somebody like him that could could block for him, but also could catch, be a dump off guy, I think that would honestly be the best possible situation if you wanted to give him help uh, right away. But I also don't know that he's going to be available. So you know, the I, it's a tough spot, and and it's definitely one of those ones where it's like you don't trade up from eight if you're not trying to get a quarterback, but also, you know. At eight, we're far enough back now that some of those guys that would really help us, Sewell, Pitts, maybe even Parsons, like not necessarily going to be available, which is which puts us in a tough spot. And, you know, not to harp on it, but that that uh, Washington football team victory uh, last year, you know, you guys were all about it, but I was not. And here we are. We're in a situation where it knocked us back a couple of spots and, and we might not be able to get one of those guys. That's absolutely, you know, would be a, a, an immediate cash in and help for Darnold. We, if we had lost that game, we wouldn't have Sam Darnold right now. So just, just, just check where you are right now. I'm just saying if we were up a couple spots, we'd have a lot more options, but, um, let's yeah. redebate the Washington football team. game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so, you know, I, I honestly don't have a guy that I think we're going to get because I, I think it's going to be extremely up in the air. I think there's, you know, going to be the, I think there's going to end up being at least four quarterbacks taken off the board right before us, which is shocking, which it's crazy to think that we're at eight and four, potentially four quarterbacks are going to go off the board before us. And then yet we still can't come up with a guy that like, you know, one of the top hitter guys that definitely are going to, are going to be available. So, um, Slater's a good choice too. I think there's a, a wide receiver available too, Jamar, um, Chase. Jamar Chase Jamar and, Chase and uh, Jalen Waddle um, and Devontae Smith yeah so like I mean we could, all could we, could, we could go for young wide receiver and give Darnold help that way but if he can't get the ball out in time can't get the ball to him it's not that big a deal and we do have right. Anderson and DJ and, and CMC still um so you know I don't know that wide receiver is the best call but um but maybe it is so so I agree with John in that you know if 
Sewell or Slater's there, we're probably going to take those guys. We, we, we need to protect Sam Darnold and give him a chance. Um, also, I agree with Pitts. You know, a potential tight end would really, I think, give us a lot of variability, options, weapons when it came to offensive plays. Um, in order not to just repeat what you guys said, I do think a potential interesting person to draft in the eighth spot is uh, Greg Newsom. He's a cornerback, and we talked about how you know you need several cornerbacks um, these days with the way that the air raid NFL offense is going. And so if all of those options are taken, Greg Newsom could be a uh, potential option for us to look into. If if that in if we can't trade back, I like that. Strength on strength, let's do it. Yeah, I'm 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 all about trading back. I know you guys have said a lot of things about you know players that are going to be there around eight and you know thinking about that. I still think this team is not you know three or four players away. I think they're like seven or eight players away, and I'd rather have you know a pretty good player this year and two other really good players um you know by virtue of that trade back pick that's going to happen you know either this year or next year and um it's very obvious to me and i i'll probably be wrong about this because i'm saying it but it's pretty obvious to me they're not going to pick a quarterback in the first round this week or next week and i just say get the roster better draft an o-lineman draft a corner draft an o-lineman now that isn't in the top eight you know, get the fifteenth pick and draft him. Fifteenth pick know, get, means get, trading with the Patriots. That would be pretty dramatic, wouldn't it? If the Panthers, <laughs> uh, if the Panthers not Trade only with cut the Patriots, Cam Newton, so that but then uh, exactly. gave the Patriots the pick to draft his replacement over there too. Exactly. Um, yeah, I I don't want to conjecture about that, but just get as many good players in the next year or two as you can. I I think they need. A lot more good players to be, you know, the solid, continual contender that they want to be. So, I, I I think the the temptation to draft a quarterback at eight or draft a weapon is is pretty high. But I I think you need to go a little bit more fundamental and get an alignment, a corner, something that isn't going to be as sexy as a as a quarterback or receiver or tight end or something like that. So. Sorry if I'm not uh, being flash in the pan right now, but that's just kind of my two, th- two cents. No, you're right. I, I think if the best ones aren't available, I mean, if, if Sewell's not available, if Pitts isn't available, if you know Parsons isn't available, if those guys are gone, then yeah. I mean, you know, sadly, I don't know a whole lot of other names beyond those guys, but if those top-tier guys that are going to make an immediate impact aren't available, then you might as well trade back. I mean, you can look at it, the Darnold trade. We just gave away three picks in the next couple of years, so get some of those back. Um, and get somebody uh, that is going to help out. But also, if one of those guys is available, if, if there's a, a Slater or something like that that's available, and you know you think, or a, a corner that might actually make a difference um, and challenge Dante, especially like you, John said, Dante has not locked in any sort of contract at this point. He also, in my opinion, hasn't really earned a contract, so I think that's going to cause a big problem. Um, going forward, and I, I would not be surprised if we do not have Dante Action Jackson after next season because I just don't think that they are going to come to an agreement 
him on his amount of skill and their amount, their belief on his amount of skill and what it's valued at. So, you know, maybe start thinking about it now and, and go that route, but definitely we continue. We did make some moves. We continue to have a lot of holes to fill. So, you know, trade back might be the best option. Yeah, I like it. Just let me know ahead of time so I'm not like stand up until like 11 p.m. waiting for that eighth pick, and then they're like, "Oh, by the <laughs> way, it's gonna be uh, midnight before we pick." <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things that's good about the Panthers being so bad is when the draft comes on, I can you know watch their pick and go to bed by 9:30 or 10. Yeah. Well, um, thank you guys for coming on tonight and talking about everything that you think should happen over the next couple of weeks. We'll um, hopefully get on the next little bit after the draft and celebrate what's happened. Hopefully not be too upset about it. But um, thank you for joining tonight with us, Panthers fans. We'll uh, talk to you soon. See ya. Adios. Go get your vaccines, boys. Get it.